All right, all right, all right, all right. What is going on, LBHT crew? B, what's going on, man? Just another, another Wednesday. It nothing, is. Uh, nothing special as far as I know. Yeah, uh, I'll tell you what's special. This show is special. That chat is special. You guys are special. Yes, it is Wednesday. Yeah, Happy Wednesday. Correct. Yes, you stand corrected. Happy Wednesday. Hope your week is going well, but if not, Hopefully it gets better starting right now. We are streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter slash X, and Twitch. So wherever you're watching us or listening to us, make sure you hit that like button. If you're new here, hit the subscribe or follow, all that good stuff. If you're listening to us on the podcast, the audio podcast, whether it be Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, whatever your choice of platform is, make sure you give us a five-star review. All right. Who do we have here in the house? Bazel is here. He says, Osman. Oh, there you go. He's like, oh, Osman's in the house. What's up, Osman? Salute to you. There he goes. He says, Bazel's first again. Bazel, be on it, man. Look, you got you to gotta get here early if you're going to beat Bazel. Okay? Zeke Hokage in the house. Salute. He's second. What's going on? What's going on? Raven Ron's in the house. Says, what up, LBHT? I What's want up, Henry, but do we put him up on the shelf during the playoffs with Harves as head coach? Mm, 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 mm. Did you click that? Or did it go down by itself? What? The comment. It's still there. Oh, it went down for a second on my end. Nah. Uh, I be saying in the house, what's going on? Says, what up, LBHT? Will the King trade in the alarm clock numbers for Ravens purple? Mm. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see. Just Allo's in the house. What's going on? Says, what up, LBHT crew? Welcome newcomers to Baltimore's most infamous sports ca- <laughs> sports podcasters, Jose and Brodney. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. D-Weezy's in the house. What's going on, D-Weezy? Shout out to you. Thanks for coming through. Hey, hey, hey. It's our girl, Tracy. Hey, shout out to Tracy, man. I was going to bring you up later on in the show when we talk about these other sports podcasters <laughs> uh, uh you know tracy tracy represented for us um when, when you know when, when bobby bobby trusted and, and sarah ellison were trying to try to take shots at us she I, I saw the comment that she put in in the video i appreciate that tracy thank you uh, they were trying to misrepresent what, what we had to say we're going to talk about that later on in the show all right I, i'm not we're not spending too much time on them you know they have an agenda you know that you know we're not we're not falling for it Jeremy Miller, what's going on, Jeremy? Thanks for coming through. Life with Yolanda. Is she trying to tell us something here, B? It's supposed to be an announcement for the channel, but it won't say when the channel's coming. So, I mean, I don't know. Salute to Yolanda. Thanks for coming through, Yolanda. Produced by Urban Closer. Thanks for coming through. That's our guy, MJ. Shout out to MJ. He says, Coach Hendo, Mikey, and Chris sent me. Shout out to the whole crew. Shout out to them. Thanks for coming through. Uh, who else we got in here? Rico. Shout out to Rico. Daniel Franklin. Shout out to Daniel Franklin. Says Bobby is painful to listen to. Ooh. <laughs> uh, you know, here's what it is. Here's what it is. You know, you gotta listen to them. That's 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 the beauty of YouTube. You you don't like us, you gotta listen to us. People leave comments on on our videos at times like, I hate you guys. You guys are always you're always so negative. Man, click the next video. It's easy. Mm-hmm. Ayo Fonz, what's going on? Ayo Fonz says defense is going to be fine. 
EDC need to open the pockets again for offense. I agree. I agree. We're going to talk about that. Keelan, what's going on? Thanks for coming through. What's up, Keelan? DDSQ in the house. And our guy, Killer, is in the house. It's Ola Jose, Mucho Gusto Brodney. It's okay. Killer says Bobby was a Giants fan. It's all right. I used to be a Raiders fan. B used to be an Eagles fan. You know, like. Uh, correction, I was a Randall Cunningham fan. Yeah, you were. You were. We all love Randall. Okay. Um, Until the Eagles get dirty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, we're, we're, we'll talk about them later on. All right. I mean, this. what's going on, Ravens girl? Thanks for coming through. Um, like I said, I don't, I don't want to give them too much energy, to be honest. Okay. Like that's what they said was a joke. They were they were properly called out by by you guys. So you know, uh, LBHT crew, man. Like that's that's what I'm talking about. Like we're trying to build a actual community over here, an actual community. You know, and we see people like that 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 are you not know, through shots, man. You no, know, we all in kind. So, you know, up. Um. All right. So. Yes, people are talking about Derek Henry B. I put Derek Henry in the thumbnail. Okay, the theme of this show is Ravens, Panthers, free agents. That's what we want to discuss. What kind of moves could they possibly be making in the free agency? All right, we'll talk about Zay Flowers as well. There's an update on Zay Flowers. We'll discuss that. Uh, we'll be talking a little NBA. The NBA All Star game was a disaster. <laughs> but that's okay because me and Brady are going to tell you how it can be fixed all right we got a whole lot uh of that coming on but we'll, we'll, we'll discuss a little bit of this uh this this fake youtube beef that they're trying to start with us that ain't, that ain't happening we're gonna shut that down real quick um yes keelan says randall cunningham gets underappreciated in the greatest qb's discussion as an individual player he was better than john elway mm-hmm yeah. Yeah. He just didn't have um he just wasn't on, on he had the talent around him. Yeah. He had the talent around him. So yeah, all star game was trash, but hey, you made money off of it. Oh, look at you, Raven Ron. <laughs> Shout out to you. All right, we're gonna get this show started. But first oh, hold on, before we even get there. Today is is this or tomorrow is our anniversary. No. When was it? No, you done you done you five days late. When is the anniversary? The sixteenth. We well, talked what? about this on air. No. Yes. Did we talk about last we, week? We talked about it being our anniversary last week? Yeah. But guess what? It's Black History Month. We celebrating the whole month. All right. So in case you missed last week's show. Wow. Man, these, these these days are a blur. I'm having so much fun with you guys. All right. And we put in a lot of work. All right. I just I don't I don't know. I don't know what year it is. Is it is this three year three? This year is this year three of the show? Is year three of the LBHT show? Right. I mean, it might be. It See, you don't you don't know. It might be four. It might be two. I don't know. Uh, me and B made a pact that we would give this three years and see where we're at. You know, reevaluate where we're at. Uh, if everything's going fine, we'll keep going. If not, then we can say, hey, at least we tried. Yeah, you did say it, Raven Ron. Sorry. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate um, what he said last week. I, I appreciate it then. Okay. But yes, three years in and we're still going strong. Thanks to you guys. So thank you very much. We we truly appreciate you guys. 
Thank you, Just Alex. Congratulations on your anniversary. Thank you. Uh, but now's a good time as any to announce we're going to shut it down because we gave it the three years. <laughs> uh, so it's time for y'all to get about. <laughs> this is going to be a real short show. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be a short show. We're going to get this started. But first, we like to start every show with a black history fact and be in a cole. And a cole is not Brodney, by the way. Okay. No. He's a person, not a real person. But he's a person, all right. Um, they have a Black History fact for you. He is real. It's very real. <laughs> Welcome to this week's Black History fact. Malcolm X, born Malcolm Little in 1925, was a pivotal figure in the American Civil Rights Movement. Raised amidst racial adversity, his father's mysterious death and his mother's institutionalization marked his early years. Malcolm's family faced discrimination, pushing him towards a life of crime and leading to his incarceration in 1946. In prison, Malcolm underwent a profound transformation, converting to the Nation of Islam. Embracing the teachings of Elijah Muhammad, he advocated for black pride, self-reliance, and rejection of integration with white society. Post-release, Malcolm X became a charismatic spokesperson for the Nation of Islam, captivating audiences with his powerful speeches denouncing systemic racism. If he's not ready, to clean his house up. He shouldn't have a house. It should catch on fire and burn down. And bring about the freedom of these people by any means necessary. Tensions within the Nation of Islam and disillusionment with Elijah Muhammad led to Malcolm X's departure in 1964. Converting to Sunni Islam, a pilgrimage to Mecca transformed his perspective. Witnessing a diverse Muslim community, he abandoned racial exclusivity and adopted a more inclusive approach to civil rights. Malcolm X sought collaborations beyond racial lines, founding the Organization of Afro-American Unity, OAAU, to address global issues affecting African Americans. Tragically, he was assassinated on February 21, 1965, during a speech in New York. His legacy endures as a symbol of resilience, self-discovery, and the ongoing fight for racial equality, inspiring generations to challenge oppression and strive for a more just world. You are muted. I, I don't know why. Because I'm muted. Every week. I'm muted. Look, it's a new system. I got to get used to it. All right. Salute to Malcolm X. All right. I, pre yes. I appreciate that one. And shout out to Okole, who is definitely a person. He's, okay. he's a very real person. I don't know why you keep calling uh, into question how real of a person he is. Um, you know, you're, you're right, B. I should not be uh, raising any alarms here because we're going to have a discussion later. And this it, it has to be for for patrons only, okay? Patreon.com slash LBHT show. We, we got to discuss some things here, okay? You guys seen the movie Terminator. You guys know who, who Skynet is, all right? 
All I'm saying is open AI. I'm not saying, I'm just saying, <laughs> okay? Yes, I mean, you know, Okole might be, he might, he, he, he might, he might be down with them. I don't know. Okay. Anywho. So we got some, you said what? Okole's our guy. He's our guy. They're all our guys. We're friends. We're all friends. Richard Eric. What's going on? Richard Eric says hello. Hello, Richard. (laughs) What's going on, Jay? Shout out to Jay the six. Thanks for coming through. Uh, you got living big with Big Reg in the house. It's what's good, everybody. What's good with you, Big Reg? Yes, uh, great fact. Thank you, Zeke. Appreciate that. Kevin Latif says, hashtag Fire Harbaugh. <laughs> okay, careful. Some people might call you toxic. <laughs> We're gonna talk about that later as well. Where we want to start? Free agency. All right, we got a Panthers video that that's going to be dropping here in a, in a couple days. Uh, we were talking about who needs to stay, who needs to go. You guys saw the video about the Ravens uh, players who we think should stay and who should go. Okay, uh, what we're going to talk about now is who they should try to go after. Okay, both teams. Um, I guess we're starting with the Ravens. Derrick Henry. Now you guys seen the tweets out there that you know there's. You know, the rumor is that that they're they're looking to bring in Derrick Henry. B, what do you think about this? Yeah, they are the betting favorite uh, as of right now to sign Derrick Henry, um, and and supposedly they have kind of been putting it out there that they're looking to bring in a, a kind of a marquee running back. Um, I think probably should have done it a few, you know, a couple months ago. Yeah, when when you know he could have been part of your uh, title run, you know, and I. I think that there's no point i won't say there's no point he's still a good player he's still a good running back he's still a, a big upgrade over what you had in baltimore but i think there are better options available in free agency uh potentially and, and available via trade um and so there's no reason to kind of lock yourself into derrick henry right now mm-hmm. uh why are you aiming for you know the the why are you aiming for less before even exploring your other options yeah okay so two things one i hate how these betting odds have have kind of replaced reporting somewhat right like they they replace sources mm-hmm. you know it gets reported that hey they're they're the betting favorites and people look at that as some sort of like actual actual source it's just it's just gambling like that doesn't come for anything right yeah. uh, the second thing is be you're absolutely right i don't dislike derrick henry but the problem I have, if if we do this, okay, yes, he would upgrade the running back room easily, easily. But he's what thirty now. Yep. He he was already declining in carries year by year, right? And he plays a very very physical style, uh, and it's taking a, a lot of punishment yeah. over the years. The the problem I have with this is he could he could have more in the tank and if and if he had a big year and in you know postseason that that wouldn't surprise me but he could fall off and that also wouldn't surprise me and the ravens always find themselves taking a gamble on players like this where there is some question and we're hoping there's enough in the tank we can get them at a good price and we can say see genius move and a lot of times what happens is 
we'll get Derrick Henry, get in the year, fresh fresh legs. He looks great. Everybody's like, yeah, EDC did it again. EDC did it again. But then he gets dinged up a little bit. He stumbles into the playoffs, gets in the playoffs, and he's not as effective. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Uh, And I I think that, you know, you you don't want to buy – we always talk about this. You don't want to buy a player's decline, and that is what they'd be doing. Uh, I mean, look, not 100% guaranteed, right? Like some players just have more longevity than others, and that could be Derrick Henry. Uh, But most likely, you know, you're talking about a running back who's going into his 30s, who's had a ton of carries. Uh, You're going to be buying his least effective years. Whereas Saquon Barkley is available in his prime. Josh Jacobs is available in his prime. I see in the chat there uh, DeAndre, DeAndre Swift. He's available. He's in his prime. You know, people don't. People are kind of down on DeAndre Swift. He's a he's a very talented player. Uh, it seems like maybe he can't you, you you can't really rely on him to be the like a bell cow type of back. But you know, they don't necessarily go for that in uh, in Baltimore anyway. Right. Uh, and if you're you can split touches between him and and uh, Keaton Mitchell when he comes back and and Justice Hill and be just fine. And DeAndre Swift gives you. A, a home run hitter, another home run hitter, because you know Keaton Mitchell showed some of that ability last year, and you know hopefully he comes back uh, completely healthy. Uh, but DeAndre Swift, I mean he's he's been a very productive back over his career. Um, you know, so going to Derrick Henry, I thought it was a, a great idea at the trade deadline because he kind of fits in with the team style. You know, he he was having a, a good year. And he could come in there, and they could lean on him in the uh, in the playoffs, and, and kind of ride him to a, a Super Bowl. Uh, they said no. They said we got to have that second round pick, even though you know we didn't need the second round pick when it came to Roquan Smith. But whatever. Uh, and and now after the fact, after we lost, and you know the run game was was non existent again in the playoffs. Now let's go and get the aging Derrick Henry in free agency. Uh, and and probably pay a premium for him. Yeah. All right. I want to break this down a little bit more too. Um, I'm seeing a bunch of names uh, in the chat, uh, and you know, all of them are names that I, I, I like: Josh Jacobs, Saquon uh, Barkley, DeAndre Swift. I, li- I like all those names, right? But this is the, this is the type of gambles that the front office takes. They want to look like geniuses, and they come close to it, right? I can see the vision here. Man, we don't want to give up a second-round pick or a third-round pick for a guy that they're going to let go of anyway. We can just ride it out because we're good enough to win without him, which we were, mm-hmm. right? We were good enough to win without him. And we could just pick him up in the offseason, and he'd be an added weapon to a uh, already Super Bowl team. you know. And you would have looked like geniuses if he did that. Had you won, mm-hmm. but you you gambled and you lost. You didn't win, so now you get criticized for it. I don't like this sticking up for EDC saying, "Hey, well, he tried." <laughs> oh well, it it almost worked out. Oh well, we could have won that game if Lamar would have ran. You right. see what I'm saying? You're saying if the quarterback would have ran more, he who was already the leading rusher of the team. Mm-hmm. Um, for the season and the game for the season and the game had he ran more we could have won instead of saying 
let's get the guy who we can just hand the ball off to. And 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 that guy would have he would have done done them dirty. <laughs> dirty. Kansas City Chiefs, they're they're bad against the run. Yeah. And, and but that that goes to uh this uh this comment here from Tyrone. Uh, saying if you're only going to run the ball eight times when it counts, why pay any running back? And, you know, we've gone over this. And, and look, we could be wrong, uh, but it is very much our opinion that they forget about the run game because they don't have a running back who can kind of force their way into the conversation. Uh, you know, John Harbaugh obviously doesn't care if Gus Edwards gets carries in the playoffs. He doesn't think it's worth it. He doesn't care if Justice Hill gets carries in the playoffs. You're not going to be able to, or at least you you won't be able to, and then skate on the criticism uh, with Derrick Henry, because Derrick Henry is a guy who's been a two thousand yard back. Uh, he's been a, you know he's an offensive player of the year type guy. He's been a guy who's carried teams in the playoffs. He's been a guy who's carried teams past Baltimore in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, so you can't look at Derrick Henry and just be like, nah, have a seat, you know, and and, and not give him any carries. Uh, like you can with a Gus Edwards or a Justice Hill. Well, to your point, B, um, when you don't have a main guy in the backfield, yeah, it's easy It's easy to forget about them, right? The questions after the game, even now, is the you know why did the running backs only get eight carries? Not why did Gus Edwards only get, I don't know how many had, three carries or yeah. two or four carries, whatever it is. That's not the question because Gus Edwards is – Edwards is just another guy. So the question is, why ain't the running backs collectively get more than eight carries, yeah. right? If if you have a Derrick Henry, then the question is, why ain't Derrick Henry get more carries, mm-hmm. right? Because he he's a special player. And Harbaugh even kind of mentioned that after the game when when he they asked they asked him about the uh the game plan and, and lack of runs and he said something to the effect of well you know we were we were in the game you know we you know, we're going with the flow of the game and we're not sitting there thinking oh what what's the media going to say about us not giving the running backs the ball i bet you if derrick henry's back there you're thinking to yourself going to that fourth quarter man he he only touched the ball for so many times I'm going to get crushed for this. I bet you that. I bet you that thought crosses your mind. Thank you, Jacob. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that's why it's important to have difference makers on the team because, yes, it does hold the coach accountable to to a certain extent. When a coach gets, you know, kind of, kind of gets away from the game plan, and nobody else is there to reel them in and say, "Hey, we need to do X, Y, and Z," the player. We'll let him know. Hey, you need to get yeah. me the ball, just like Travis Kelsey did in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. right? He, almost, he did. He did it violently. He almost, he almost killed poor Andy. Uh, <laughs> Cam says, "Give Derek's money to T. Higgins." Uh, yeah, the, the talk is that T. Higgins is going to get franchised, and he's not gonna even going to hit free agency. We'll uh, see. He's going to stay in in Cincinnati. So we'll we'll see on that. I, I think they'll probably yeah, just give him the tag for one more year and then let him go, uh, or try and trade him, but. As of right now, it looks like he's not going to be available for them to give uh, Derek's money. Well, I don't even look at it that way. I almost look at it as we only have one purchase to make. You can pay Derek Henry mm-hmm. and get T. Higgins. Yeah. Right? So, I said they'll, they'll have to pay a premium for Derek Henry, but 
running backs don't cost that much. So even if you're paying a premium, it's not going to be that big of a contract. And they and they need to make multiple signings. And it's not even, you know, we're not even just talking running back, wide receiver, putting weapons around Lamar, which they should have been doing for the past five years anyway. You don't have any starting guards at this point on the roster. Like not even, oh, you've got them, but they're bad. They're both in free agency. Uh, Kevin Zeitler, you know, his dead money hit the cap already. Uh, John Simpson, I don't think they were, it looks like they weren't ever really planning on bringing him back. Uh, so they need to go out and do a lot of work upgrading the O-line. Now, maybe they, they go in the draft and try and do that because it's 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 pretty difficult to upgrade your O-line through free agency. Uh, but that's got to be a major, major focus, probably the number one focus uh, for the Ravens going into this offseason. Yeah, it is hard to upgrade your O-line free agency, but they better use part of free agency to do it you can replace two starting guards with rookies or who or who you have on the roster now because because i feel like i feel like that's the plan because we've seen this this episode before hey ben cleveland is ready to step up mm-hmm. uh, uh sala is ready to step up you know Falele, he's ready to step up I, I feel like it's going to be a combination of that. And maybe some of these guys do get better. Hmm. Maybe. You can't rely on that going into the season. Yeah, or may, maybe they're Tyree Phillips and Ben Bredesen. Yeah. Yeah. So, Which do you think is more likely? And if you have to go into the draft to rely on it, so are we saying we're using our first-round pick on a guard? It might. All right. Second-round pick? Third round? Like, I mean... Uh, you guys know how I feel about EDC and second round picks. I mean, this organization really, because even Ozzy was terrible with second round picks. Uh, they're terrible. <laughs> yeah, if I if I had to guess, uh, DaCosta seems to like uh, using those mid round picks on guards. Uh, he's done it multiple times since he since he's been the GM. Uh, my guess would be first round tackle, second round maybe corner, and then third and fourth round they 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 start hitting interior line at the at the guard spots and then they go and dumpster dive for a veteran free agent uh, at some point as well whether that's you know in the second or third wave of free agency or you know in the second free agency period after the draft yeah so if that's the plan at o-line that's i'm not happy with that yeah even a tackle in the first round like yes you gotta do that right you you have to and and it's and it, it, it is hard to go and just pick one up in free agency or even trade for one. So that is a necessity. <sighs> the guard position, you should have brought back Kevin Zeitler. You you didn't put yourself in a good enough position to let these guys go and just say, we like our guys. They haven't looked good. Okay. we're Now we're hoping for Ben Cleveland. People keep bringing up Voorhees, Andrew Voorhees, who you've never seen play before. <laughs> I don't understand this faith that you have in Andrew Voorhees that he can just be a starter. That I mean, that boggles my mind. So we have we have some major question marks at O line that needs to be addressed first. Like Sonny said last week, you know, build a wall. That's going to be extremely tough without really putting your focus there, and that might mean that we do have to pass up on getting that that top wide receiver that that i want mm-hmm. but that'll be okay because even with spending most of your resources building the wall you can still spend money on a running back you, you know running backs don't cost that much so if it's derrick henry 
and a really good O-line, I'll take it. But Saquon Barkley, okay? <laughs> Get Saquon Barkley. That's a right. that's a playmaker who was he was going into his prime right now. All right. Well, enough about that team. Nobody really cares. Uh, this is the the biggest story here, and and you know it's sort of uh, tangentially Ravens related as well, I guess, according to some people uh, in the flock. And that is Brian Burns, uh, who is Carolina's edge rusher. He's the only edge rusher in Carolina. Uh, he's coming off an eight sack season because he is the only edge rusher in Carolina. He is supremely talented, but he is. You know, he suffers a lack of production because of the, the players around him, mostly. Yeah. Uh, 25 years old. I believe he's going to be 26 at the start of uh, next season. And he is a free agent at this point. Uh, Carolina drafted him in the first round uh, several years ago. They were offered a couple first-round picks from the Rams. They said, no, we got to keep Ryan Burns. That's our guy. Brian said, okay, pay me. And they said, what? No. <laughs> Not like that. Uh, and so now, you know, they're kind of in this standoff where, you know, they weren't really close on their offers to Brian Burns, who in season, you know, the, the talk was he was looking for close to $30 million a year, uh, which is what, you know, Ed Rushes are, are getting. Uh, I, you probably could have talked him down a little bit from that, but it sounds like they weren't trying to pay anywhere near that. Uh, so now they're sitting here with no Ed Rushers, because uh, even Frankie Louvu, who, you know, is a, a – a, a pretty decent pass rusher for them. He's a blitzer. Uh, he's not an edge rusher, right? Uh, Tier Grossmatos is is nothing. Marquise Haynes, that hasn't worked out uh, over the past four or five years, six years, however long it's been now. I mean, he's been there for a while. Uh, so they, they don't have anybody who can get after the quarterback. Even Derek Brown, not really a pass rusher, right? So they're in a position where they're looking at Brian Burns, and I guess what they're saying is one pass rusher is not really going to make a difference, but you have to kind of start somewhere, right? You can't just Absolutely. completely remove the pass rush element from your defense and expect them to be able to defend anyone, right? Yeah. So, you know, uh, they, they're going to have to, if they can't work out a long-term deal right now, they're going to have to franchise tag him. Yeah. Uh, and at that point, it's anyone's guess whether or not they'll say now we're open for business come get brian burns or if they'll actually try and work out a long-term deal with him all right 88 people in here go ahead and hit that like button if you're new hit that subscribe button all right and if you're looking for the super chat there are two ways we do it over here one right below b that uh that qr code is for our cash app dollar sign lbht show is the cash app also that pin link that you see in our chat box will take you to our Streamlabs page all right both ways you leave a donation leave your comment and you get a nice animation on the whole screen now the whole screen and we'll read your comment on air all right the panthers have already reached a point of no return in, in terms of well we may not keep them, right? Like you, you're past that. You you already turned down two first round picks. I don't care if they were low first round picks. I don't care if they were first round picks in three years from now. Yeah. Still first round picks. And if you had no intention of signing him to to what he what his market value is, then you can't. Why are you playing this game, right? Because now the talks are they were never close on getting the deal done. 
they never they never intended on paying him what he wanted. And when you turn down draft picks like that, you give him all of the leverage. Yeah. Right? Oh, well, if we can't come to the deal, we're going to let you go. No, you're not. Are you going you to let me go for what, a comp pick? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you're not. And and if you did let him go, he'd say thank you. Yeah. You, you're you terrible. He's going to get games. paid. Yeah. You haven't had a winning season in six or seven years now. So, yeah, either he's going to get his money there, and, you know, his preference, it seems, is to stay in Carolina and get paid. Uh, but if that's not possible, he's going to go somewhere else and get paid, and he is assured of playing on a better team next season, <laughs> no matter what team he picks. Yeah. So yeah. Now, um, the, the, you know, the tie into the Ravens is there was rumors that they were looking to trade for Brian Burns at trade deadline. Mm-hmm. There are rumors. I don't know how true that is. Uh, I hope there's no truth to that at all. That would really upset me. I think it's true. They love paying paying defenders. But all of this time of not paying edge rushers, you could you could have paid Judon, right? Mm-hmm. You you could you could have paid Azarius. Yeah. Now all of a sudden you want to pay an edge rusher at the trade deadline when you need a running back. Well, listen. I mean, you know, the thing is. All those super old edge rushes that they've been relying on, you can't rely on them anymore. You know they're already out on Justin Houston. They let him go to Carolina this past year. He he did nothing. Uh, who knows how much longer or how effective Jadavian Clowney is going to be every year? Same with Kyle Van Noy, uh, Melvin Ingram. You're not going there. So like they're like, hey, you know what? Now it's time to maybe actually invest here. Uh, but they they're did. Not, they're not. Well, no, I'm saying they're not actually. Uh, they're not enamored with Adafi Owe, and, uh, and and David Ajabo has been injured for the couple of years, so doesn't really matter what they feel about him. He hasn't been out there. Yeah. So I, I think that they're probably looking around and they say, "Man, we got we got some big holes on offense this off season. We better shore up that defense." I'm not going to go in on them too much because it, it is a rumor. It's not has it hasn't been confirmed as far as I know. But had they done that, boy, oh boy, you guys think I'm hard on EDC. You know, okay, always hurt, but uh, not always. Uh, Ojabo was hurt, but always is out there playing. You spent the first round pick on him, right? That I mean, to turn around and, and you and you did sign Clowney and and Van Noy, even if it's just a one year deal. You know, you chose not to sign Judon. You chose not to sign Zadarius Smith. Well, you signed him, and then you decided no, don't want to sign him. You chose not to, to pay Yannick Ngakwe. You know, you you had these things shored up, and then to turn around and be like, okay, now we're going to trade, and we're going to have to pay him. This is what I'm talking about. This is what we were arguing with Sonny about last week. You know, Sonny brought up um, how how if you know if you if you sign a player and you trade away picks, you know that 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 margin of error gets thinner. Well, when you use a first round pick, second round pick on a player that doesn't work out, and then you have to go out and trade for that position and then pay them, mm-hmm. which one is worse? Right. Yeah, you, you, you can't. I mean, look, everybody misses on picks. Nobody's 100% honest. Right. But you can't constantly go out into free agency and sign veterans to cover up for missed draft picks. 
Uh, like I said, that's when you you really start eating into your cap. Because, yeah, draft picks are cheap, but it's not nothing, especially when you're talking about first-round picks, second-round picks. And then you have to go out and pay uh, veterans. And even if it's the veteran minimum, you know, it's a, it, it adds up. You know, and a lot of these guys aren't on minimum contracts. It's not a lot of money, but when you have to sign multiple vets to kind of cover up for your drafts, it adds up and then you can sit around and say, hey, yeah, I'd love to actually fix some things on the offense, but we don't have any money now. Yeah. But, oh, and shout out to Anonymous for a $15 donation. It says, greetings, brother men. Have the most excellent show. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Salute. Salute. But yeah, the Panthers. If if they didn't, if they had made the trade, or the trade was never offered to them, and we're sitting here talking about Brian Burns right now, it'd be easy for us to say, "Look, you're not really competing yet, right? You don't have to spend the money on Brian Burns. Okay, you're you're doing a full re- rebuild. If you can't work, I mean, he's young enough to where you can make him a part of the of the rebuild. He he yeah. is young enough. He's only 26. But if they decided man, we just let him go out there and, and be great with, with a winning team. And, you know, we'll, we'll just rebuild this this thing from the ground up. You could do that. But when you turn down draft picks, can't do that. Yeah. You know? And I know Dan Morgan is a new GM, but he, he was in-house the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know? So so you, he, still, he still gets some of this, this blame. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, you know, that's the, the number one question for Carolina, but they've got questions all over the roster, which is why we kind of put out a, a similar video to what we do with the Ravens or we're putting it out. It's coming out probably, uh, Friday or this weekend. I just kind of going over the, the free agents in Carolina and who should be back and who should not spoiler alert. It's a terrible, terrible, terrible roster. Yeah. Now let's talk about Mike Evans. Cause I put him in the thumbnail as well. So. Mike Evans, uh, obviously, you know, he looks like he's going to be a free agent. There was talk that, that maybe he might be franchised. But Adam Schefter tweeted out that due to his tag number, mm-hmm. uh, it's looking likely that they're not going to franchise tag him. Now, me and B just assumed that he wasn't going to get tagged because they're probably going to have to tag Baker Mayfield. <sighs> hey, shout out to Baker Mayfield, man. Baker Mayfield has had an interesting career to date to yeah. say the least all right number one overall pick rookie of the year you know gets odell on this team super bowl aspirations then goes downhill looking like a bust mm-hmm. gets cut goes to immediately gets another starting job in carolina goes to carolina not looking good goes to the rams gets cut gets cut and now it lands in tampa bay for his third opportunity to be a starting quarterback no, fourth. He started one game in. Yeah, in no, he game. wasn't the starter in in with the Rams. True. So uh, Stafford was hurt. This he's the starter. Yeah. in Tampa Bay. Yeah, and he made the most of it. Yeah, he made the most of it. They made the playoffs. He looked pretty not bad this year. You have pretty to, not bad. He looked pre- he he looked <laughs> like a starter. I'll give him that. Right, not great, but he looked like a starting caliber quarterback. You know, I I I'll give him credit for that. So. Now it's time for him to get paid. It's looking like, you know, Tampa's plans, I think, were to, you know, tank the season and get one of these quarterbacks, but they're not going to be in a position to get really any of these quarterbacks. Yeah. So 
Baker is, is the move for them to make. And we assume that that deal wasn't going to just happen right away and that they would tag Baker and then they'll work something out. So we're assuming Mike Evans was, was going to be a free agent regardless. But with this new report coming out from Adam Schefter, that's definitely going to be the move. So, B, mm-hmm. how do you feel about Mike Evans joining the Carolina Panthers? Uh, I think that that's a... You know, it would be a, a good move for Carolina. Obviously, he'd be the best wide receiver on the team by five, six, seven miles. Uh, I don't <laughs> think that it's a place that he'll want to play. I mean, they do have you know his his offensive coordinator from last Canales. year, Dave Canales, but Mike Evans is you know he's an older guy, getting older. Uh, he just a few years ago won a Super Bowl, right? And I'm sure that he wants to try to get back into a scenario where he's competing again, just like Adam Thielen was talking about in Carolina last year, right? And he's going to have multiple uh, teams interested in signing him. And unless Carolina just, you know, adds an extra zero on the end of the check, there's no real reason for him to sign there. Carolina, uh, you know, realistically, you're not, they're not going to be in play for any of the top wide receivers uh, in free agency. Okay, let's say he is interested because they, you know, he has that relationship with Dave Canales, and he says, mm-hmm. "Yeah, I trust him." I mean, I, you know, he made it work with Baker, and Baker looked like he was an absolute bust. And if Canales calls me up and says, "Trust me, Young is a real deal. Come over here and play with us," and and he's convinced to go, does the age concern you? Because yes, he's he's good now, but you're not ready to compete yet. It's not a it's not a concern. Uh, I would just prefer to get a younger player so that, you know, they can pair him with Bryce Young for a, a longer period of time. Mike Evans, you know, you're talking about a, a few more years at, yeah. at best, you know, and, and hoping that he's that he keeps up his current level of play. So, um, Hendo put this out here in the chat. It says, Tyler, Tyler Boyd to Carolina. How do you feel about Tyler Boyd? I mean. I you don't like Tyler Boyd? I like no, Tyler Boyd's fine. Uh, I'm, you, you know what I don't like, you know, what I don't like, I don't like it when you have a pretty young receiver who has been a thousand yard receiver for you. And then you turn around and you say, you know what, we better draft T Higgins in the second round. And then we better draft Jamar Chase in the top five or top, <laughs> you know, and, and that's nothing against Tyler Boyd, obviously he, he's been, he's been a pretty decent receiver for a while. He's not a, a game changing type of receiver. Uh, and and look, to be fair, it's going to be difficult for Carolina to get a player like that. Uh, so if it if it comes down to it, and you know T Higgins gets franchised, Mike Evans goes somewhere where he actually has a chance to win multiple games. Uh, yeah, Tyler Tyler Boyd is a is a pretty decent signing, a, a decent upgrade for Carolina. I won't be mad at this either. Sign Mike Evans and Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would uh, yeah, yeah. You you would see a quick turnaround in that team. Uh, D. Weezy says the census on Evans was he would be released when the Bucks announced midseason they weren't extending him. Yeah, but they ended up uh, holding on to him. Yeah, but that, and that was before they, you know, when people thought they weren't really going to be good enough to make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Agent E says I want Mike Evans to be a Raven, but I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I don't know. Yo, look who's here! It's our guy OTR Mike. Says, yo, 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 what's going what's on? Up, what's going on? 
Mikey is going to be uh, back. He he made a he made a appearance on the Ravens Roundup on Monday. All right, uh, he's going to slowly work his way back into everything. So you're going to be seeing him on Ring Kings podcast. We put a video out a couple weeks ago, uh, just me and B. But we promised you guys, Mikey would be back. He'll be back, and then new episodes of Open Mic with OTR Mike will be dropping. Give us like a week or two, and uh, we'll be putting them out. All right. He says, boy, don't move the needle for me either, B. Yeah. Yeah, not really. But, you know, again, they're not in a position where they can be choosy. Yeah. 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 And Dandy's in here. She says, hey, Mike. Thanks for coming through, Dandy. There's a chance that they come back next season and their receivers are LaVisca Chenault, and Jonathan Mingo, and Terrace Marshall. So if somebody is willing to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Boyd looks really good then. <laughs> right. Tyler Boyd. Like the upgrade to Tyler Boyd, I mean, it's infinite. It's not even quantifiable. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All right. So, I mean, the video is going to drop. Okay. The Pan- Panthers fans, we need, we need, a, uh, we're trying to build up the Panthers fan base over here. Uh, so we, we put out a, a Panthers video talking about the free agents that they have and who needs to stay, who needs to go. That will be dropping in a couple days. And shout out to our guy, Hendo from the Road Pod. You guys liked that last video that we put out on the Ravens. Hendo edited that, okay? And Hendo's also working on this one for the Panthers. It's going to be a dope video, all right? We're really going to be breaking down both teams this offseason and looking at all their moves. So we're going to give you guys a lot of content. All right, so make sure you are subscribed. We're trying to hit 2,000 subscribers. We got to set a new goal here. 2,000 by the draft. Okay, that's it. That's at the end of April. We can do 2,000 by the draft. I I know we can. All right. Well, I mean, I I still like the when Lamar wins the Super Bowl. I mean, that gives us an infinite amount of time. Yeah. (laughs) I want 3,000 by the draft. Well, definitely hit 2,000 by then. Yeah. Uh, And Jay wants to remind you that you also have Adam Thielen. Oh boy. Yeah, you need more. That's not enough. It's not enough. Okay. Where do we want to go next? Uh we should probably go ahead and, and hit on the all star game in the NBA. Uh, before I also want to say so so like we don't we don't have our scenes like we used to. We gotta get our basketball scene in here. Um our our combat corner scene. We have some things that we're working on, which is why you don't see all the all the backgrounds and everything. Everything will be set up here in a couple of weeks. We got. I tell you, me and B are always working. We're always working. We got. We have has some some new stuff for you, but it's going to be a couple more weeks before we we're a hundred percent on our setup. So just bear with us. Yeah. Uh, you called this a disaster. I don't think it was a disaster at all. I didn't type that. You uh, typed that. But you called a disaster a disaster, which is why I typed it. Uh, you know, it wasn't good. But I think that, and, and for people who don't know what we're talking about, the East won uh, the, the All Star game. They scored over two hundred points, and everybody everybody got all upset because, oh my God, why aren't they competing in this completely meaningless game that they don't get paid for and is played during their off time? Uh, well, that's your answer. Why would they care? You took away any incentive for them to care about that game. It's during their vacation. They don't get paid to play it. You know, nobody's going to go out there and play hard and potentially get themselves hurt before the stretch run going into the playoffs of the season. And, you know, and and, and listen, the, the 
they used to compete is overblown, just like everything is with, with older sports fans and nostalgia. The older players didn't really compete either until they got real close to the end. You're, you're, you're you know, into the fourth quarter, if it was still close, then they'd start playing a bit. But it's never really been a competitive thing. It's never been real basketball. And there's no real reason that it should be. Well, okay. The reason why I called it a disaster is because Adam Silver came out and vowed that it would be more competitive, and it, and it was the exact opposite. Yeah. You know why? Because he ain't playing the game. Yeah. And it, but, okay. It and did. He, and, he, and he can't do anything about them not being, you know, not taking it seriously. But it did be, it, it did used to be more competitive. And, and yes, it, it wasn't until the end of the game, but the end of the game was pretty exciting. But it's been like that recently, too. But this game just wasn't close. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, if the game had been closer, I'm sure they would have tried a little harder, but it wasn't close and it's whatever. There, uh, were, there were three fouls called in that game. Yeah, I mean, that's high level basketball right there. These are all stars. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so, so, all right. Disaster. Okay. Unwatchable. Not fun at all. Now, how can we fix not just an all-star game, but all-star weekend? Because because you know what was really a disaster? You won't argue this, the slam dunk contest. Yeah, that's been a disaster for years. And that's because again, you don't you're not gonna get high uh high level players or, or marquee players to participate in it because it's just too difficult to do something that's gonna be crowd pleasing. Uh, no matter how hard these dunks are, nobody cares anymore because you've seen all of them. And, you know, those guys aren't going to, I mean, Jalen Brown learned this lesson the hard way uh, th- this year. You're not going to go out there and embarrass yourself in, in a slam dunk contest trying to impress fans who don't care what you're doing. Uh, this is my thing with the with the whole weekend because, you know, you had the three-point contest, you had the skills competition, you had the slam dunk contest, you got the all-star game no matter what was happening on the court, the fans in the arena were not engaged. Yeah. Not at all. Uh, When, when, when the three point contest was going on, fans couldn't care less. The first round of that contest had four guys tie with 26 points. They had to go to like a a sudden death type eliminator uh, to even set the final round. Fans didn't care. You know, when Steph Curry was going one-on-one with Sabrina Ionescu, Fans didn't really care, no. you know. Even even some of the decent dunks that that happened in the contest, fans didn't care. Well, okay, let me say let me say this. That's a bigger problem too that we need to address for the, for All Star Weekend. There's too many celebrities going to these these things now because when you say fans didn't care, those aren't actual fans. Yeah, right. Like uh, I don't even know these these rappers' names anymore. Young Mommy is that is that is that a name? Did I, did I, did I, I make that no up? Idea. You probably didn't. Is young is young mommy a rapper? Did I make that it, it, did that make that up? Lotto was she there? Uh, you know, they they're not basketball fans. <laughs> they're not basketball fans. Okay, they were invited to go. You know, they're gonna show up like a lot of celebrities. Not just them. You know, I'm just throwing names out there. A lot of celebrities go out there. They get some FaceTime. You know, meet some meet some. Uh, <laughs> Mike said, "Yes, you did make that up." <laughs> <laughs> there isn't a young mommy. I thought there was a young mommy. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but 
celebrities go out there, you know, take photos with 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 the basketball players and whatnot. Um, it's just a photo op for them, but it's more and more and more of them showing up, taking up space from actual fans. Mm-hmm. What the NBA needs to do, this is part of their rehabilitation of the NBA All Star Weekend, is limit limit the amount of of free passes you're giving out. You know, limit the amount of celebrities you actually want in the building. You want to get actual fans there so the energy is up because there's plenty of there's plenty of WNBA fans out there that would love to show show up to that game and watch uh, Sabrina Ionescu yeah. in a in a great three point contest. Right? There's a lot of NBA fans that would love to go, but you're pricing the actual fans out, right? And then you're you're letting these celebrities go and, and take up that space. And instead of watching the game, you know, they're they're on their they're on the phone, mm-hmm. you know, live streaming on, on, on IG live and all that stuff. Well they're gonna watch it later. Yeah, they're gonna watch it later. So 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 reverse that. You can control that. You know, that's that's part one. Part two. Now, the skills challenge was also a disaster. Yeah, right? they didn't care. Yeah. Uh I think that was another opportunity to get some more WNBA players in there. Do they compete? I think you said something about them competing in that skills challenge. No, uh, they used to. Uh, there was a time where they would have teams, uh, and it would be one current player, one former great player from that team, and then one player from the WNBA franchise. Mm-hmm. And it was great. You know, it was, it was you know three three person team, and now they're they're just kind of putting together these these three player teams and the guys don't care several it, it was what two or three guys in a row went the wrong way right out the gate because you know they weren't paying attention to the rules and they weren't paying attention to what happened right before them anthony edwards with uh there's a point where they have to shoot a three-pointer they have to make a three-pointer and he was shooting with his left hand because he didn't care uh his team would have won or could have won had he gone out there and actually tried to make the shot and made it and, and you know and went on but who cares so he shot and missed like three times with his uh, with his left hand, and it was whatever. Uh, no. But it was awful to watch. Yeah, bring bring back the. I, I like that format. Mm-hmm. One current player, one former player, a WNBA player. Right. I think this is a good opportunity to incorporate more WNBA players into the All Star Weekend to help promote that league. There's a lot of great players come that, that are in the league now and about to come into the league. Yeah. Right. Um, and WNBA is becoming more and more popular now. Mm-hmm. So this is a perfect time to promote women's basketball. And okay, the All Star Game itself. Okay, let's. T- I want to say the slam dunk contest for last, but the All Star Game itself. <clears throat> how can we make it better? Well, one, start paying them again. Mm-hmm. Right, because they didn't get paid. They didn't get, they didn't get any kind of bonus for the All Star Game, did they? No. No. So if there's no monetary incentive, that that's going to kill any kind of any kind of competitiveness right there. In fact, you have to increase the bonus. It has to actually be worth going out there and playing for, right? Oh, if we win this game, we get five hundred thousand. We get a million. Yeah, yeah, okay. We're having fun the first the first two and a half quarters, but now we got to close this out, right? They they want that extra chunk of change. Yeah, you, I mean, you you saw how how hard teams played in the in season tournament. You know, it was five hundred thousand for each player. Yeah, you know, LeBron was out there playing hard in every one of those games. Yeah, right. But yeah, there has to be some sort of incentive, and I don't like uh, 
you know, people talking about, oh, well, you know, the you know, home court to whoever, you know, whichever conference wins. Uh, I saw another possible thing. Hey, let the winner select the finals format, whether it's, you know, 2-2-1-1-1 or 2-3-2 like it used to be. And I'm just like, no, it shouldn't be something that's going to affect the outcome of the championship series, possibly, right? Because again, you know, there's there's players in that game who know that they're not going to be competing for a title. So why why would that matter to them? Yeah, yeah. Um, D Weezy, okay, he's on to something here. You're close. You're close. He says a rising stars slash WNBA mixed squad game. I think that could be interesting. Take it a step further. Mixed squad game in the NBA All Star game. If you're not going to, if, if you're not going to incentivize these players to take the game seriously, right? Only three fouls called in this All Star game. You can absolutely let the women play with them. Mm-hmm. And in fact, if you do that, if you do that, that would help balance things out because women are more skilled than men, right? Uh, they can't do the dunks and everything like 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 the men can. They're not physically, you know, they're not as athletically gifted, but Skill wise, then I, you know, they don't have to take 30, 33 pointers to hit, to hit five. Yeah. Right. They, they can, they can drain those shots and that leaves room for more, more uh, of a spectacle. Like they can, they can set those guys up for alley-oops, you know, they can make the, they can make the, the, the wild passes and all that stuff. You know, you can kick them out to the, to, to the, to the women and they'll, they'll drain those threes. No problem. I think it would be a more entertaining game. If if they did do it that way, yeah, uh, but, you know it's going to be a more entertaining game if the players who are playing in the game have some reason to care about the game, whatever that reason is. Yeah. WNBA players are going to care because they want to get that kind of you know even more exposure. NBA players in that format will care because you don't want to get embarrassed by the WNBA players, right? Uh, if it's if it's money, you're going to care because you're getting money in your pocket. Uh, but if it's just you know, Skeletor going up behind his podium talking about you, you're going to try hard. No, they're not. They're going to go out there and they're going to do whatever, whatever they feel like doing because you can't do anything to them. <laughs> yeah. All right. Slam dunk contest. You guys like this mug? Ravens Roundup, okay? Every Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, go over to Sip to Tally Films and uh, you can get yourself a mug, okay? Slam dunk contest. Be how can we fix the biggest disaster of all? You don't. No, it, you do. Just, no, it, it's 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 outlived its usefulness really as a marquee event. The game is about shooting the three. That's what it's about. People care more about shooters than they do dunkers. The top players in the league are shooters, not dunkers. You've seen. I mean, how? What else do you want these guys to to try and do physically? They've been doing this this dunk contest for forty years. They can't do anything else. Okay, I'm gonna tell you. I I want to go back to good clean dunks because they're trying these different things and they look goofy. When's the last time you looked at any of these plays and said, "Oh, that was a good dunk"? You haven't. No. Now, now, like we discussed, the slam dunk contest needs to be comprised of non NBA players. Mm-hmm. Okay, because there are people they take this craft seriously. I ain't talking about basketball. I'm talking about dunking, <laughs> right? Uh, they have they have slam dunk competitions all over the place, all over the country. Okay, you can get the best slam dunkers out there and let them put on the spectacle for 
you know, 500 grand, a million dollars, whatever they decide, you will see the most serious dunks you've ever seen. Look, but this is the end. I see, you know, Mike in the in the comments saying they uh, need more star power, things like that. And, and yeah, look, more star power, you know, bringing in, a, a, you know, players from uh, a different source, not the NBA, G League, or whatever, is going to get people more interested initially. Yeah. Okay? How many times can you see somebody do it between the legs dunk and be excited? It's yeah. just not the dunks just aren't exciting because they can't physically do anything else. I think I think it I think it'll hold up for a lot longer than you think, right? This, this is only a once a year event. Yeah, but it's a once a year event that's been going on for four decades. Like we we've seen the we've seen the dunks that they can do realistically. And they're just not exciting. They're they're incredibly difficult. They're impressive to pull off, but they're not exciting because you've seen the dunk before. I, I I disagree a little bit. I think they'll they'll even if you've seen them before, they'll be exciting, especially now because they just haven't been executed well in such a long time, right? Like these. No, some guys have. Like Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine, they they you know they had a, a good little battle in the dunk contest. That How long ago was Mac, it? Mac McClung, he he did very well last year. Yeah, people don't yeah. care. Because it doesn't matter how good you are at it, they've seen someone else do the dunk before. You can't do a dunk that you've seen somebody else do and expect the, the crowd to be excited. Again, I, 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 I gotta go back to the first point we made about the crowd. Actually, get some some actual NBA fans back to those games, um, and you'll see the crowd a little bit more lively. But I think in the short term, at least, I, I would do that and, and monitor that. And if, if interest falls off, then, yeah, we can get rid of it. But I think they can definitely rejuvenate the uh, the slam dunk contest. My man said dunk out a helicopter. You know why? <laughs> you, you, know, you, know why you know why Alex said that? Because seeing a human being jump off of the <laughs> jump off of the basketball court and do anything that results in them dunking the basketball is Alex. not going to be exciting to you. Alex, you're not helping out here. You're not helping. (laughs) Okay, so we've successfully uh, written out the game plan to fix the NBA All Star Weekend. Somebody draft this up and send it, send it to the commissioner, okay, and let him know, uh, let let Silver know that that we fixed it and you're and he's welcome. (laughs) All right, I give us some tickets. All right. I don't, even, I don't even want him. What's next? I yeah, you know, we'll say it's Jacques Vaughn. I, I I want to talk about Jacques Vaughn um, getting fired. We'll say that for the overtime show. Okay. All right. You want to just uh, go ahead and jump to submitted questions? Let's do submitted questions. But before we do that, still got seventy people in here. Uh, hit that like button, man. We are over an hour. Hit that like button if you're new. Hit the subscribe button. All right. Um, also, patreon.com slash LBHT show. That is where you can find the overtime show. You heard us mention it. This is a show we do right after this for our patrons. Okay. Today is going to be a little bit of an open mic night. We're going to discuss whatever you guys want to discuss. Um, but we're going to start the discussion because we like to get the, the, the show started with something. We're going we're gonna to talk about this, B. It's, it's, uh, it's not good. All right. Look. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's a T2000. That's Skynet. They changed their name to OpenAI. All right. Just like they, 
OpenAI is getting scarier and scarier. I thought we had more time than this, but apparently we don't. They are going to be assimilating humans very soon. Yeah. And I, for one, welcome our robot or, or AI overlords. Yes. But in the meantime, if you have $5 in your pocket, and I know you do. As little as $5 a month is all you need to support us on patreon.com slash LBHT show. So consider being a patron. All right. Uh, all right. Submitted questions. You guys, this is this is this is the one that they've been waiting for. They wait at the beginning of the of the of the show for this this segment. All right. Submitted question number one from unknown. What offseason move could the Ravens make to get them over the hump and win the Super Bowl next season? Uh, by the way, submitted questions get you points too. In case you guys don't know, anybody in here that's new, uh points. Uh, at the end of the month, we give away prizes. The person with the most points gets a prize, and we do a drawing for anybody that has at least a thousand points. All right, and you get points by submitting questions. You get points by being in the chat, subscribing, uh, signing up to Patreon, signing up to our newsletter at lbhtshow.com. All right, that's an automatic thousand points right there. All right, and you can check your points in the chat by typing exclamation point and the word points, right? And our chat bot will let you know how many points you have. Okay, so as far as the question, uh, what moves can the Ravens make this offseason to get over the hump? <sighs> Defense is going to take a step back, I feel like, no matter what. You, they, I don't think, uh, I mean, unless Zach Orr is just really that dude. But, you know, and, and the guys that we've drafted that haven't really played just break out. I, just, I don't expect that, but that's okay. You invest in the offense, and it's not going to be easy. Right, we have to really upgrade the O line. We have to upgrade the O line, and we have to add more weapons on the offense. I think, like we discussed earlier, get two guards. However you do that, get a tackle. Get Saquon Barkley, and do what you have to do. I know people are going to say, "Well, where you get the money?" I don't care. Find it. Do what you got to do to get another impact player. Whether that's T. Higgins, whether that's Mike Evans. Shoot, even bringing Hollywood back. If you're bringing the combination of Hollywood and Saquon Barkley, pretty awesome. Yeah. That's, that's what you do. Yeah, no, I agree. You have to fix the O-line and add more firepower to the offense uh, because, you know, people will always point to the Kansas City Chiefs and say, oh, they didn't have, you know, great receivers over there. Our, you know, the Ravens receivers were better than Kansas City's receivers. Don't really agree, but they were very, very close. Uh, but you don't have Andy Reid. So you, and, and that is what allows the Kansas City Chiefs to get away with a little bit less talent over the last couple of years. And it's what holds Baltimore back every single time they get to the playoffs. You don't have a guy who can uh, call a game that kind of you know mitigates your lack of talent uh, at, at the wide receiver spot. And running back because they just forget that they have the running backs uh, whenever they get to the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, next question from Michael. This is if the Lakers and Clippers face each other in the playoffs, who will win? Uh, I know this is going to sound like a homer pick, but you cannot pick the Los Angeles Clippers to beat anybody in the playoffs at any time. It's obviously the Lakers. Yeah, I mean. That's seven straight home games for the Lakers. The, the Clippers are the most unserious team in the league. <laughs> they have all the talent to be good. Mm-hmm. And they're like, nah, we're good. <laughs> we're good on that I, I i can't i mean i i, I can't you can't pick the clippers you can't do it 
can't do it. Uh, next up, my <laughs> guy Big B, who should perform the Super Bowl halftime show next year? I don't really watch the halftime show, so I can't. I can't honestly answer that. I mean, you have to answer. I mean, that's that's the whole thing. They submit questions and then we answer them. So, your answer, please. Kendrick Lamar. I like Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. All right. Uh, I'm going to say, look, I, I've I've said a few times on our show because we've been talking about the Super Bowl that I thought Prince and Michael Jackson were the the best uh, halftime shows in Super Bowl history. That is of the performances at the Super Bowl. The actual best halftime show in Super Bowl history was when The Rock beat up Mick Foley in that 20-minute span. Uh, and then, and now the rock is back in WWE. He's he's That's heel right. rock again. So I'm going to say next year is going to be the rock beating up Roman Reigns or something. Ah, get a little WWE intermission. Yes. I like that. I like that. You might All be right. onto something. <laughs> All right. Last up, uh, this is from our guy, Just Allo. Uh, you guys were talked about on another podcast uh, this past week. The LBH crew, LBHT crew knows what you are you guys are saying but do you think your words are being misunderstood by the larger public okay so we say this for last because you know you guys been dming us all week about this other podcast calling us out and uh let me see uh let me let me check the name here uh let me see if i get this right um the the vault the vault (laughs) i'm mocking sarah ellison because she act like she didn't know who we were whatever sarah um but we're gonna play this clip. It's it's about like a like three and a half minute clip. You know, we'll pause it and, and kind of discuss things. So in case you don't know what's been going on, um, Sarah Ellison found one of our clips that we put out there, and she decided to draw her own narrative off of that and go on this whole rant and they end up doing a whole segment about this. All right. So we're gonna play this. Bring this this uh question down, B, and then we're gonna. We're going to play this and we'll discuss and you guys let us know uh, how we feel or how you, know, how you feel about it. But we'll, it will, we'll uh, respond to this and take off in open field. I now this is them watching, watching the clip. So if you don't know what clip they're referring to, that you know, they're, they're playing it right there on the screen. Read with this. Lamar Jackson knows what he's doing out there. He needs to not go out there and just take off every single time. Somebody's not open. Hold your Hold your your coaching staff accountable. He's not the running back of this team. Okay, he's running plenty already. Yep. But the problem is, every time he makes those spectacular runs, it takes the pressure off the coaching staff and it gets them lazy. And they're saying, "Oh, well, we don't have to. We don't have to do better with our our, our play calling. Yep. We don't have to do better with you know getting personnel. yeah personnel. You know, we can just he'll bail us out." No, he needs to keep doing what he's doing and and put the onus on Harbaugh. Okay, so. All right, so I I skipped ahead a little bit because right after that, she played a clip of Ryan Clark and the comments he made about Lamar's performance, kind of of what we're saying, like Ryan Clark has anything to do with the conversation, whatever. Hmm. So I, I cut that out. Debate kind of is is like how much should Lamar Jackson take off and run, right? And so. Really, at the end of the day, we have to trust Lamar to be able to make that decision because at the end of the day, it is his decision. And so, but I think there's room to say, 
specifically in the, and I feel like he's handled it well all season, but specifically in that AFC championship game, there seemed to be some easy yards that was right there for the tanking and Lamar didn't take it. And so people are projecting saying he didn't take it because he wanted to win from the pocket. I don't know that. I don't know. Lamar hasn't spoken on that yet. Nobody's asked him that. So I don't know, but here's what I do know from the, uh, again, let me get the name right from the first podcast, uh, lunch break, hot take his reasoning for saying Lamar shouldn't take off. And he put it more in the phrase every single time. I'm not looking for 2018 Lamar. In fact, I like the 2023 version of Lamar, but I wish he would have pulled out that Superman running Cape a little bit more in the playoffs. I think that would, that's a, that's an appropriate time, but here's what I really want to push back against. He said, no, don't run because put the accountability on John Harbaugh. And then he said for personnel, which is Eric DaCosta and, and the and the scouting department, That's right? That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> when you're in the middle of a game, particularly an AFC championship game, and there's yards there, the advice to say don't take off so that you can hold your, your head coach accountable. Now, look. I've already said, I've been on record, it was coaching malpractice that game. I didn't like the game plan. I didn't like it at all. Ravens got outcoached. Ravens got outplayed. That does not mean that going forward, your new mindset is the way I'm going to play is to make sure that my coach is accountable and not me. Bobby, I think we've both played sports enough, and you don't even have to play at the highest you know, in the world, but I've been covering the highest in the world since 2005. To play so that you're not blame, getting blamed means that you're playing with, a, with, with an expectation to lose. So if you're, you're playing with fear. It, yeah. And as Drew said, and I want to give credit to him, Drew had said on Twitter, you don't get, you want to, you care about winning games, not getting into an accountability battle. It's toxic, Bobby. But, and, it's the, and it's the same thing I pushed back against that I pushed back against all last season, but in different terms, which was the contract dis- negotiations. I had seen so many contract negotiations with other stars, whether it was Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, uh, Terrell Suggs, all these guys. And the outside toxic talking points are toxic. They're toxic. And take off. In- <sighs> I don't know, guys, what do you think? Are, are we toxic? All right, so that clip was from okay. Let me see. Let me make sure I get the name right here. Uh, uh, the Vault. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. All right, Sarah. So if you don't know who we are, we are the Lunch Break Hot Take. Okay, I'm Jose. That's Rodney. All right, we do this live show every Wednesday night, seven fifteen p.m. Eastern time. All right, we also do a show with our guy Coach Evans uh, from Sip Two Tally Films. You know him. Uh, Chris from Chris Just Joking from Deep Cover Podcast, Hendo from The Rogue Pod, and our guy OTR Mike with Open Mike with o- from Open Mike with OTR Mike. All right, that's that's who we are. Okay, that's that's our crew. That's what we roll with. That's what we we do. We like to talk football. I'm a Ravens fan. B's a Panthers fan. Okay, we talk all things uh, Ravens, Panthers, NBA, combat sports, all that stuff. So now you know who we are. Okay, uh, as far as the rest of that gibberish you're talking about. That's completely made up, okay? I'm going to assume that you're smarter than that, all right? I, th- I, th- I think you understand that I wasn't saying, no, Lamar, uh, don't 
don't do what you need to do to win the game. Uh, show up hardball right now. That's not what I was saying at all. What I was saying is play your game, okay? And don't worry about what what uh, people think you need to do. It's not your job to run the ball. That's on the coaching, okay? And you already admitted in that clip that it was a, ter- a terribly coached game. So what are we even talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, uh, like he, 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 no she, like she's arguing nothing. Right. Yeah. The the well, she's saying that you're telling Lamar, or we're telling Lamar to change the way he plays to 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 make John Harbaugh and Eric Costa look bad. Mm-hmm. No, we said play the way you play. Sarah and Bobby and Bobby. everybody who agrees with them are the ones saying no. Change the way you play. Run more than you maybe or feel feel like you're comfortable running. Right. He ran more than anybody else on the team. He ran for more yards than anybody else on the team. He caught a pass, right, and ran and took it for 13 yards. He's playing his game. Now, for you to come out and say, well, we lost, so you just need to do more. You need to do this. You need to do that. You need to do this. And never say, hey, you know what? Maybe Eric DaCosta needs to put some more talent around you. Maybe John Harbaugh and Todd Munkin need to adjust the way they're calling the game is is ridiculous it's utterly ridiculous because we don't ask this of other quarterbacks right we don't look at other quarterbacks and say well your run game's not working why don't you run more we, <laughs> you know what i'm saying we we don't ask this of other quarterbacks where they say hey the 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 coaches aren't calling a great game why don't you become the offensive coordinator you right. know, we don't ask other quarterbacks to put the entire team on their back and do everyone's job to get the win. We hold the other coaches, the other front offices accountable. Now, that's not saying that Lamar was perfect in that game. He wasn't. You know, he played an okay game outside. You know, he had a couple of, of really, really terrible throws. Uh, and he made a few plays. And outside, he was just kind of okay. Right? But Lamar Jackson, being your leading passer, obviously at the quarterback, being your leading rusher, and then, you know, putting on him to which some people have, I'm not saying that Sarah and Bobby said this, but some people say, hey, he needed to, to call more run plays at the line. No, you have an offensive coordinator. No, he doesn't need to run more. You have running backs. You know, you 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 have all this pride in the the best run team, you know, the best run game in the NFL, right? Use it. Don't put that on your quarterback. And, and that's even going to, uh, aside from the fact that he's obviously not the same kind of runner that he was early in his career. Yeah, like I said, completely disingenuous. Let's just be real about it. I don't think Bobby and Sarah are are dummies by any means. So that was intentional. She took that out of context intentionally, right? You took a one-minute clip that we put up there, that we put on social media, and you decided to run with that narrative um, because you can't argue anything else, right? You don't really want to criticize John Harbaugh. You don't really want to criticize EDC. In fact, I, I didn't put that clip, that part in there, but later on, Bobby finally decides to speak up because he's sitting there the whole time just <laughs> nodding his head, right? Uh, he took issue with us mentioning EDC. I don't even think we even said anything about EDC in that actual clip, but he said something about, oh, well, you know, they they made the investment in the offense and what more do you want them to do? Some, I'm paraphrasing, right? You guys don't really want to have a discussion about that. You de- and you definitely don't want to argue with us on that. 
So let's just make up something and try to attack us with it, right? I I I know that game, right? So this is really the only time we I, we're, we're going to address it because they they're not going to really discuss any of they can't refute anything that we say. Nothing. If if you if you really want to know about us, if you really want to know what we're saying, the videos are out there. Okay, Sonny was just out here uh, last week. He was on the show last week, and we debated a whole bunch of topics. Okay, um, you're not going to debate us as well as as Sonny debated us, <laughs> and you don't want to either. All right. And Mikey, shout out to Mikey. I want to read his comment. Um, he says, he says you can't say you like twenty. 23 Lamar and how he played not running as much as 2019 Lamar, but say it's toxic to expect him to play his 2023 game. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing too, right? Calling us toxic, right? Or what we're saying, you know, it's, it's toxic. And, you know, she, she really got in her soapbox with that, right? That's what happens when you don't really have any points to argue. You start yelling and you start calling, calling names, right? Now, a lot of you guys didn't like, uh, what Sonny said on the show, but Sonny was not emotional about it. He wasn't calling any names. He was just arguing his points because that's how he feels. You don't have to agree with it. It was a pleasant conversation. It was a fun conversation, right? I clipped that part. It was over an hour long debate. Mm -hmm. That's how you do it. When you do stuff like that, that tells us you don't have any points to argue. So, And, and here's the, the point right here. Keelan says it. Uh, you have folks saying he needs to run more. Newsflash, if your offense is dependent on the QB running and making off-script plays constantly, your offensive personnel more than likely sucks. Right. Right. The argument is about why Lamar didn't take off and run because it's the big game and you can't worry about what people are saying, but nobody is saying anything about running backs not getting the ball. But we still have people arguing that we have top tier running backs. There was somebody that was in our comments arguing that Gus Edwards is a top 10 running back because, hey, he was top five or whatever in, in touchdowns. Mm -hmm. So why was anybody clamoring for him to get the ball? Nobody cared about that. No. We don't have the personnel and we don't have the coach. We're being real about it, right? Sarah, Sarah Ellison admitted herself that he didn't coach a good game. Well, he needs to get more smoke for that, right? Stop trying to defend Harbaugh. People want to make it seem like, oh, you're defending Lamar. No, no, you guys are defending Harbaugh. Anytime Harbaugh's name is mentioned, anytime EDC's name is mentioned, you have to you have to go and get your shields <laughs> and protect them, right? Because the words, oh man, those, uh, <laughs> you know, the, uh, the 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 words were hurt more than the sticks and stones, B. <laughs> <laughs> And shout out to Anonymous for a $10 donation says, should uh great eight lead the Ravens after lead the Ravens after this contract? What I wanted, Anonymous, was and and cover your ears, guys. This might be toxic. What I wanted to happen was the Ravens win the Super Bowl and Lamar hold out for another contract in in, in Daryl Revis style. If you guys remember Daryl Revis, Daryl Revis every year just it seemed like would hold out for more money because he was a great cornerback a great cornerback and he understood his worth and he said hey yeah yesterday's price ain't today's price and now you gotta pay me again and you know what happened he get paid again yeah and I, that's why i want it for lamar well and, and you know my opinion i don't think he should have signed this contract in baltimore me neither um 
the way that they 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 ran the team when he was on his rookie deal. It reminded me a lot of the way Carolina ran uh, the the team when they had Cam Newton, right? Yeah. You when you have a mobile quarterback, a lot of teams, a lot of coaches, a lot of GMs, they say, you know, we don't need a great O line because so and so can escape the pressure. You know, we don't have to have the best run game because you know Cam and Lamar can run. Right. You know, we don't need to have top flight wide receivers because our quarterback will make plays. And, you know, you go and you put more money into the defense and you lean on that superstar at, at, at the quarterback position, the dual threat. Uh, and, and you know, and you let them take the blame when it doesn't go well. Uh, that was what was going on in Baltimore all throughout his rookie deal. Uh, and, you know, I'll give uh, DaCosta credit for going and getting uh, Odell Beckham, you know, some credit. Uh, he made a great pick with Zay Flowers. Uh, but they have not done enough. They've done the bare minimum uh, in, in surrounding Lamar with talent. And I just don't see any reason to believe that that would change. So, I mean, if I were Lamar, I wouldn't have signed this deal. I would have I would have told Baltimore I wanted out. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, if it continues to go that way, I certainly wouldn't re-sign again with the Ravens. No. And he should have made the more demands if he was going to do that. Like, no, I said Odell and Hopkins. You need to get Hopkins as well. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. I, I want to, and look, I'm glad he's here. I'm a Ravens fan. I'm glad he's here. But the way they they tried to squeeze him out, and the way this organization talked about him, right through their through their you know uh, media outlets, you know even by their own person, Ryan Mink, uh, no way. No, I, I'm standing on that. I asked for a trade. You have to trade me. I'm not resigning. Yeah. All right. So. That's all the submitted questions. Yeah. Uh, if you want to submit a question for points, uh, just reach out to us. Okay, uh, we're everywhere. All the social media that you can think of, just about it's at LBHT Show. All right, it's all the same. Or you can email us LBH or LBHT Show at gmail.com, Right, you can DM us, email us. Uh, we put we post a community tab. Uh, post your question in there, and you know, however you get the question to us, get it to us. If we read it on air. You get points. Yes, use that community tab. Jeremy uses that community tab. <laughs> All right. What else we got? Uh, that is about it. Uh, we can go to the trivia up, time Dre? and then get out of here. All right. Salute to Dre. All right. Look, we can we can pick this up more if you want in the overtime show, right? Um, this is going to be kind of an open mic night. So it's whatever you want to talk about. So go over to patreon.com slash LBHT show. All right. If you have as little as $5 in your pocket, you can be a part of the conversation and you can steer the conversation in whatever direction you want. Sure. <laughs> What's going on? Shug? He says, uh, Zay flower flowers, the wide receiver that has less product production than Pickens, <laughs> yeah, but the wide receiver who had more production than Pickens in his rookie year. Ooh, it was a, a rookie this season. That's right, that's right. Um, Keenan said something else earlier. I want to bring this up. He said that clip of Odell telling Lamar in the first quarter, down only seven. Hey man, you got to run, got to make something happen. It pissed him off. Uh, him telling Lamar that he needs that he he means he was locked up and deflected onto Lamar. Yeah. Um, I know Odell was trying to encourage him, but no, man, don't tell me I need to make something happen. You need to make something happen. Yeah. All right. This, that's what we brought you in here for. 
to be a difference maker. You need to make something happen. I'm making things happen. You know, it's frustrating. It's always on Lamar, and that's the fault of this front office and this coaching staff. Mm-hmm. All right, trivia time. Trivia time, real quick. This is a, a pretty easy one. Pretty easy one, I think. Uh, how many mascots did the Ravens have initially, and what were, well, I was supposed to say they named or the names. What, yeah, what were they named? Uh, yeah. Huh. I don't know. I thought they only had the one. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Pay the bills. What's going on? All right. Look, this is also for points. The first three that get it right get points. All right. Um, if you don't know it, please, for the love of God, use Google. <laughs> 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 so it's two, right? Oh, no, no. The answer. Oh, 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 that's a part of the question. How many and what were their names? How many and what were their names? And don't go off of my word because I don't know. I was guessing. <laughs> and if you want uh, some bonus points, what year did they go down to one? Okay. Now, this is, this is just lazy. She says three and Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, that's the, oh, those are the names. Edgar yeah, Allen yeah. and Poe. Oh, okay. I think you're saying one. Okay, I'll take it back. Sure, you're not lazy. <laughs> Is that that could be it? You sure you might be right. I don't know. I don't know. Not could be. Suge is correct, uh, but unfortunately for Suge, he was not in the top three. Oh man. Sorry, Suge. Uh, we got Alex Rada. Uh, got it first, followed up by Danity right here, and then. Just Aloe uh, with the Edgar Allen and Poe. I feel like because, you know, Suge, being a Steeler fan, uh, knows this answer, he should he should get get a couple points. You think so? Yeah, I think, I think he should get a couple points. Hard disagree. Oh, well, I tried, Suge. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, All right. I mean, it looks like... Uh, Hendo said he was first. Hendo was not first. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh. no, let me let me let me scroll here. I don't think okay. Hendo was first. Okay, Hendo might have been first. Okay, that's that's all right. Big Reg is confirming. All right, thank you, Big Reg. I don't know if I don't really believe that. He ain't even a Ravens fan. <laughs> Mikey says you skipped Hendo. Okay, well, you know, but Alex Rada was first with two thousand eight. They went down to just Poe, which is uh, the mascot now. Oh, okay. That, they're cheap. You couldn't pay. You couldn't pay Edgar <laughs> and Allen. Sheesh! What a cheap organization? Alan Grada says, "Yeah, Hendo was first on my screen too. Don't do that. All right, don't do that. <laughs> I already gave you. I already gave you a thousand points. Don't 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 do that. All right, I'm a I'm a fix it, Alex. All right, all right. B will adjust it. We didn't do court of a pu- of public opinion." Let's say that for the overtime as well, too. I had to, I had that on the docket. Do you want you want to do one real quick? We, we could do one. I, I don't. Okay. B doesn't want to do one real quick. We'll save it for overtime show. Uh, on the docket is the people versus Doc Rivers. And who was the other one? I do not remember. Okay. All right. We'll do it real quick. Doc Rivers, you're guilty. Doc Rivers, Doc Rivers is the worst. Coach your team. 
<laughs> Kenny Smith. That's what that's who it was. Kenny Smith. <laughs> Kenny Smith, not guilty. Kenny he did Smith is also guilty. He's guilty of just being a dumbass. He, he was like a dumbass. Yes, he was. He, he there was no reason to say what he said when he said it and how he said it. Everybody enjoyed it. It was a great contest. They were they were transitioning to something else. Just be quiet. Uh, not guilty. Uh, people took what he said the absolute wrong way. Uh, not guilty. All right. Bad timing. Sure. You don't go to you don't go to to the public opinion prison for that. Okay. Guilty. See, you're being toxic again. Should have said it. That's why he ain't get no points. <laughs> all right that concludes our <laughs> our court of public opinion i guess all right all right we're gonna wrap this up overtime show it's wherever you guys want to talk about whatever direction you want to go in all right you want to be a part of that head over to patreon patreon.com slash lbht show is how you do it all right uh five dollars is all you need to sign up okay um b are you ready I am. I love this. A tight hour and a half. It'll be uh, every yeah. week. Uh, yeah, we yeah, we definitely we 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 deserve it after going going an hour over last week. That was stupid. <laughs> it was fun though. Yeah, yeah. It was fun. It was All right. Stupid. Uh be on the lookout for some more content later on this week. We're gonna be dropping some some new stuff. So uh stay tuned for that. Uh otherwise, patrons, get ready. Overtime show is starting next. Everybody else. Have a great night, and we will see you next time. Peace.